running images running through my mind Soon as I hit it, I kick it out of my system Even my brother, he asked me what you want I'm on some kind of drug Can't explain Fanny has such good taste in music, you know? I like this Yeah Feels good. Oh, what is this, Andy? Jeezy. I haven't heard that name in a while. Where's Jeezy been? Did you see uh, SNL uh, QR uh, this weekend? Uh, not all of it. L- Leona Taylor, is that her name? Leona Taylor? Is it Taylor? What's that chick's name? Leona Lewis. Lee, Lee SNL. Lee. Oh, Leona. What is her name? Leona. Leona? Leona. 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 Leo, is it Leona Hemsley? Le- no? Oh, I don't know who that is. No, hold on. I got to say. What, I she, just watched the, the Pete Davidson parts because, you know. Oh, God. Because it's the last. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. to Pete Davidson? Yeah. yeah I don't know this? what's next for him. Um, You know, everything has a, has a run on SNL. And I'm surprised Keenan is still there. Um, Pete, you know, I think, I think Lauren wanted to look after Pete specifically because Pete's dad died in 9-11. And on top of that, Pete has mental issues yeah, or, or just mental health I- issues. And so he kind of gave him a, um, some grace, I think, you know, um, but I think his star is starting to expand, especially with his high profile dating with Kim Kardashian. I saw Caitlyn Jenner came out today and said, uh, Pete's good for Kim. Because Kanye and all her other relationships were kind of more crazy for her. And, you know, maybe this might work out for them to where they, you know, are just kind of cool. I mean, sometimes you need polar opposite people to kind of kind of let you do what you do. And I'm they're, not and they're putting different. my money on any celebrity relationships. You know, I, like, I, well, it, this one might work. This see. one might work out because they're two totally different people into two totally different worlds. And I think Kanye and Kim were sort of kind of in the same world. Yeah. Um, where... Pete does his thing that doesn't necessarily interfere with Kim. Kim does her thing that doesn't necessarily interfere with Pete. And so, you know, I think that might work to where Kanye, there's a narcissist thing going on between Kanye and Kim. Who is the bigger celebrity? That sounds accurate. And then there's also probably a male, I don't know, I don't want to say male chauvinist thing, but a male thing where Kanye wants to be the man of the relationship instead of, and but you can't do that with a Kim Kardashian. And I have not seen the new show, so I don't know. But whenever there are big celebrities who are willing to put all their business on television, I'm like, mm, there's yeah. just so many things that can go wrong when you bring everybody into your relationship. I really am a big believer that when you date somebody opposite of what you're normally used to, those relationships last the longest. That's just been from my experience. Who hosted? What was the chick that hosted? Natasha Leone. That's it. She she reminds me of you guys. Hi, I'm Natasha Leone, and I'm. Who does who does she sound like? She says she sounded like um. She sounds like she reminds me of an '80s. Oh yeah, like Dusty Street. Uh, I don't know. I know you don't know who. Hosting the season she finale of me. SNL this. Yeah. It's like she's been smoking twelve yeah. packs of cigarettes for twenty years. There was a musical sounds get- like a crazy summer to me. 
Grey Summer. Oh, yeah, I, I see. I hear that, definitely. That's Japanese breakfast. You've got such an iconic... But this girl's a big star because she was in American Pie. She's been in, a bu- she's been in a bunch of films. I didn't recognize her. She's giving me Miley Cyrus vibes. As I was watching, I was watching her monologue. Voice, Natasha. Thank you. You kind of sound like if Marge Simpson was real. Well, not really a compliment. Yeah, your voice is amazing. Good style. You sound like if Sandpaper could talk. Horrible finish. You sound like every secretary in a Monsters, Inc. movie. Okay, hurtful. You sound like you had COVID for like a thousand years. Hate that. You sound like a kazoo that rusted. So Sufficiently insulted. <laughs> Natasha Leone. Um, she says she. Hold on, let me see if I can find it because she said she she mentioned who she sounded like, and I know you would know the name. And then Pete Davidson's last. I mean, I don't know Pete. Pete's funny, but the last sketch wasn't funny. It was funny and awkward at the same time. I funny felt and awkward, awkward watching. Yeah. Hmm. Funny and awkward. He kept. He was just making. It was really. I get it. A lot of comedy is self-deprecating. But he's like, you know, if I could do it, you could do it. Because I'm not funny, and I was just standing outside. Like, if a weird druggies smoking can be on the show, so can you? And I was like, uh. I, I think. I think with Pete, he has a very funny look to him, and then he is funny. He's very funny. I don't think he's. He's not funny. Let's see here. Um, Natasha Lane. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, you look at this. And then she was on drugs. I didn't even know she was on drugs. I'm hosting the season finale of Saturday Night Live. Yeah! How much cigarettes did she have to she, smoke to get a voice like she that? She definitely sounds like uh, the Simpsons. Definitely for sure. Is it Marge Simpson? She definitely oh. has that voice. Uh, so-called Russian Doll. Russian uh, Doll just premiered on Netflix. And two things you definitely want to be associated with right now are Russia and Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> It's my first time hosting, and I'm genuinely humbled to be here. The truth is, I feel a cosmic connection to SNL. The people here are my real-life chosen family. I've been coming here since I was a teenager. I co-created Russian Doll with Amy Poehler, and I have great friends. Okay, yeah, this is where they make She's fun. a great actress. I'm trying to figure out what I've seen. Natasha Leon? Yeah, I've seen her in a couple of things. Wow. Was she in Orange is New Black? I mean, she's hot in a very '80s vibe way. But she she nailed it on the head. She nailed who she sounds like. She reminds me of an '80s star. Let me see if I can find it. Right now, no, 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 not at all. Okay, good. I thought maybe we could try our Natasha Leone. Is it E.G. Daily? Did she say that? Hold on, she's gonna tell it right. Impressions for you. (laughs) Yeah, we do really good impressions of you, just not when you're around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, if so facto. That's good. Yeah, yeah. How are you? All right. It's a dynamite sweater. Cockroach. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Yeah, I thought this was Miley Cyrus for a second. I was like, well, who is this chick? You know, uh, Freddie and I, we dated for seven years. Yeah, we're the only couple who had a sex tape nobody wanted to buy. I mean, God, I love this place. You see, SNL combines everything I like. New York City, show business, people who have done the same thing since the 70s, and different unions fighting. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I'm a New York City kid and a showbiz baby. Weird story, but while I have you, listen to this. You know she was on a Pee Wee Herman show? Oh, wow. Now, yeah, yeah, and they need to bring that show back. Dun, 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 they really needed to bring the preview. Did he die? 
I thought he no, died. He's alive. Oh, he's in? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he kind of wow. got caught masturbating in a movie theater. Yeah. That kind of killed his career. I'm born in New York, doesn't matter what year, early 80s, probably. <laughs> Everything is brown. Most automobiles are long and banana colored. <laughs> My parents get this big idea that I have a future in show business. So I start auditioning. A lot of casting directors, it turns out, are looking for a little orphan Annie type who talks like Didi Ramon. Didi Ramon. Didi Ramon. So she says she talks like. Does that ring a bell? From the Ramones. Didi Ramon. Yeah, he's from the Ramones. My favorite band, as a matter of fact. I don't think she sounds like Didi Ramon at all. No. Didi Ramon Havasi? Didi Ramona? Didi. She, cause she's, if, she, if it's Didi Ramon, there's Didi Ramon from the Ramones. Yeah, that's what she's talking about. She reminds me of just somebody in the 80s. I just can't, I can't believe it. She reminds me a little bit of E.G. Daly. Ladies and gentlemen. E.G. E. Daly? Yeah. E. She was in uh, Valley Girl. Let's see here, E.G. Daly. She e. does voiceovers. She was like the voice of Babe, and she does all kinds of voiceovers. That's who she reminds oh, me of. Oh, she looks like E.G. E. Daly. E.G. Daly, yeah. God, what year was this song? It sounds very 90s. It sounds very 80s. That's yeah. Natasha. Oh no, no, this That's is E.G. E. Daly. Daly. She oh, just reminds me of E.G. Oh, Daly. Oh, yeah, oh, I see. Let's see. Oh, she she kind of looks like E.G. Daly yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Is it so grody? Oh yeah. That's who she reminds me of a little bit. What happened to my zits and get so Yeah, she does. She does sound like I. I it's just. She, I don't know. I can't think of who she. It's on the tip of my tongue, and it'll come to me later. But it, she. She reminds. She has a look, or maybe it's the look that's killing me. Yeah, I think it could be the look. The look, and then and then the voice. I'm like, ah, what happened to her voice? But I was just looking at her. I'm like, oh, I've seen this girl so many times in so many different films all over. From uh, I think American Pie was one of her famous, but she's been working for God knows how long. Did her voice always sound like this? You know, this... she alludes to getting hooked on drugs and doing and, and, and kind of disappearing for a little bit. So I don't know if that had something to do with it. Well, I saw her and I had to look up the movie Slums of Beverly Hills. I saw that movie a couple different times, and that's where I remember her from. And I she don't was remember in Slums her voice. Of Beverly Hills? Yeah, I don't remember her voice being like that. Mm. Oh wow, Slums of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Slums of Beverly Hills. Let me see here. Oh wow. Um. Oh, here's let's see here. Yeah. What was Slump? What was that movie about? But this is not that Beverly Hills. I just remember. Let's go to Sizzler. No, and this is not. Was this kind of like Down and Out in Beverly Hills a little bit? Like, that it's, movie. It's, it was one of those like uh, very artsy movies. Wake up. We're moving. Again, we just got here. Huh? Yeah. Who is this chicken here? Who is this? In this, in this. Let me let me look at the trailer. Are you looking at the trailer? Here she goes, right here. Who is that? I don't know who that one is. They all look the same. Yeah. Maybe it's the same. Moving. Again, we just got here. Papa loves Mambo. We're staying in Beverly Hills for the good schools. You got a good address, okay? It happened overnight. She oh, maybe that is her. No, that's, is that her? I don't think that's her, is it? But she was very Starring young. Starring Alan Atkin, Carl Reiner, Marissa Tomei. No, that is her. Natasha Leon. Yeah, that is her. Wow, well, that didn't look like her. Oh, 1998. It's stacked just like a mother. You saw the movie? God. I saw the movie. I thought it was good. You know, I it's been so, I liked it. it's it's been so long. Nine, yeah. 98 yeah. Slums of Beverly Hills? Like it the doesn't seem like a, 90, a 90s movie. It seems like an 80s movie. Born. 
Uh, let's go to Fahima. Fahima is going to tell us. Fahima knows. Yes, Fahima. You know Natasha Leone from Orange is the New Black. Well, I, don't, I, know, I, know, I, know, I know that, but she reminds me of an 80s celebrity, and I can't put my She's finger on it. She's been around she reminds for a while. You, She reminds you from the lady that used to play in MASH. Remember the Houlihan? cigarette smoking? Houlihan? Yes. Houlihan. Yes. Uh, but Houlihan had a different voice, yeah, though. She was a little different. Loretta but she has, a, she has the look. She has the look of Houlihan, though. But 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 I'm telling. Well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what your experience is. But that's why she's familiar because she was in the series oh. Orange Is the New Black. Maybe, maybe, I think maybe yeah, that's, that's definitely where I know her from. Maybe that's who. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I sent you the clip from when she talked about in the scene about how drugs destroyed her life. You might want to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see here. Uh, uh, you mean in the in the what call it, or is this something else in SNL? This is in yeah, no, not in SNL. In Orange is the New Black. Oh, she talked about. Oh, that you know what? Uh, it's done. Mark said it's the best stuff he's ever tasted. Let's see here. So you're a happy man. Wow. Oh, she lost weight then. Or, or maybe they, they, they put her, they made her look big. I do remember this girl. Don't spend it all. Yeah, that's where you remember her from because she didn't look like she does now. No. She was in character. We remember her from Orange is the New Black. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that is what it, maybe that's where, yeah. Yeah. Sierra, did you tell them that this is who it was? This is who it was. Yeah. This This, is where Don remembered her from. That's the only place I knew her from personally. I I didn't even know she was in American Pie. But she was kind of in character. So she's like herself, but. Different. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe that that's where that's where I'm getting the the memory from. Because yeah, I I, I I watched Orange Is New Black for the first maybe one or two or three seasons, and then the writing got kind of weird, and I stopped watching it. Trust me, that's ah. where you remember her from. And all of those references on Saturday Night Live were from episodes of Orange Is oh, the New Black. Oh, wow. So wait, did she really struggle with drugs or? Was she just referring I, I don't to know. the I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if she had a bout with drugs, but I think it was a, uh, a nod to her character ah, in our black because the character was a dr- a heroin addicted lesbian. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. And all of those comments, she references were references to scenes from the Orange Is the New Black. Oh my God! And this, that's where you remember. This, that's where you remembered her from. Don, even though you didn't watch the entire series, that's where yeah, you remember you, You're probably right. You're absolutely right. Because I'm like, this. she looks so familiar. And that voice sounds so, you know, it just, I, I, was, I was trying to put it on an 80s character. But it probably is Orange is the New Black is what, where I remember. Because I remember watching the first one to three seasons of that. And then they, and then they just started getting kind of weird. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, well, well you probably you probably stopped watching because what they began to do is they began to do the bat story yeah. of all of the characters. And Kira, do you remember how they had put the sister in charge with the murder, and then they put the other ones in the ice camp? Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I thought the show was excellent. I thought yeah. the show was really excellent. When they, they start, just, yeah, when, it was so well written. When in they, my yeah. yeah, when they started doing the backstory, that's when I started tuning out. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to know well, the backstory. But the back, it, it just. But it, the backstory told you who these people were and how they became who they I were. I just, you know, because I just like the prison. Not, I just like the prison scenes. The prison scenes were just not, like. Not. Well, then you probably would appreciate it when they had executed that that bar who was horrible and was torturing people. I don't mean the one oh, that no. was raping the women. It was the other one that was even worse. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to go back and watch the whole season yeah, now. I'm gonna stick with it. 
I liked the storytelling. I love knowing backstories. And, and even though it was based on a true story, because the writer actually did get involved with this woman for smuggling drugs, and she actually did go to prison. Yeah, yeah. And then she began to write the story about the women she was in prison with. But I thought the show was fascinating. All right, I'm, I think I'm going to check. I'm going to go and maybe re- revisit that because I, I I got hooked on it for a little bit, and then once they started doing the backstories, that was just the writing, and that usually happens when. A TV show is getting picked up for multiple seasons, you know, after they make it past the first season. Um, they start expanding the writing, and then yeah. it just, you know, sometimes it works, and then sometimes I just, it just, Empire did that. They start expanding the, the writing. And, I, and, I and it humanized, it, it humanized mm-hmm. these women. The other, the little short story, you saw um, When They See Us, right? Yeah. Well, one of the young men who played in one, When They See Us, his aunt was the woman who say, you know, the one that worked in the library mm-hmm. that ended up getting killed. Her cousin was in When They See Us. Oh, that's cool. He was the one. He was the one that won the, that uh, was Oscar nominated. Okay. All right. Well, cool. All right. Thank you, yeah. Fema. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, but that, that mystery solved. That's where you. That's why she was familiar. She was from Orange Is the New Black. Okay. All right. Thank you. I appreciate. it. Let's go to Kwamel real quick. Kwamel, who, who do you think I, I'm thinking uh, about? I actually got two for you now. Yeah. Um, so first off, so first off, you know, Don and Krista will know, know will, will understand this whole thing about growing up on, you know, the original five MTV VJs. Mm-hmm. So not Martha Quinn, not any, not any of the dudes, but Nina Blackwood. Yeah, Nina Blackwood. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yep. Listen to Nina Blackwood. Yeah, that, that's the, I think I get her confused with Dusty oh, wow. Street. Yeah. So I think exactly. I think that's definitely got I, that hair going yeah, on. Yeah. Let there. me see. Yeah. I think that's the one. You're right. Did, yep, that's did, the one. Didn't yes, have a yes. weird raspy voice? Who was, who was the other one? Yes, and definitely, and definitely later on, because I guess she kind of smoked a lot of cigarettes too. It was the 80s, what would you expect? Um, now, nah, but it was occurring to me, you know, just kind of looking at the face, because remember she was big in, big in all the movies at the time, Goldie Hawn. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was just think, I was just thinking about Goldie Hawn, but not, yeah. the, not the voice, not the voice. But, but, but definitely the look. Listen definitely to Nina Blackwood, though. All right, You're thanks, right, Kwame. Kwame. I appreciate it. Kwame's right. Uh, let, me, let me hear uh, Linda. That was a... Let's see. Get a little sad. I'm oh more disappointed and a little bit angry about it because... Yeah, I just need a black Yeah, I don't know. These voices are making me feel like I need to clear my throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this this Natasha uh, Leon, I mean, she's got a career, man. Started in 86 and has been working just about every year up until 2022. She's in D.C. League of Super Pets, whatever Good that is. Good for her. She was in Everyone Says I Love You. I saw that one with Woody Allen, and that was a great cast. Let's see. Hello, my name is Doris. The Rambler. I don't know if these are big film. American Reunion. 444, Last Day on Look, Earth. depending on... The, the network or the production company, even these films where they're not like the biggest films, sometimes they're really good checks yeah. for the principals. Yeah. Hey, I mean, listen, you know, she was American Pie in 99. I mean, you know, just to be work. I mean, listen, as hard as it's to work as an actor, just to, to be working doing a movie. Um, and, and then on top of that, she's had an amazing, amazing movie career and a, and a good TV career, too, at the same time, too. Mm-hmm. That's hard to establish or have. All right, uh, all right. Listen, last stuff we get to today. We got a shooting in Texas. Um, that pastor that we talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, they're opening an investigation into him in Indiana. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna get to all that stuff and take your phone calls eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. As we always invite you into the conversation. This is KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. The station you turn to when you had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Yeah. Amplifying progressive voices. We're KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right, man. You know, we almost made it through this week without. 
mean, we've got the war in Ukraine. You know, we had the 10 people in Buffalo getting killed. I mean... You haven't been talking about the war in Ukraine. I haven't really been keeping up with it. I just just too nobody's, much devastating stuff. Nobody's talking about the war in Ukraine. They, they actually somebody actually did a Google uh, search uh, Google search trends on the war in Ukraine, and it spiked right when it happened, and then it just faded out. Sounds like everything else in America. Yeah, matter of fact, more people are paying more attention to the jo- Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp and Amber, Amber Heard trial. It's getting good. Then <laughs> I love it. That's not even good either. <laughs> no, it's not. You know. It's not good. I hope neither of them get any money. They don't deserve it. No, I think this is going to vindicate um, Johnny Depp, which is the main thing that he wanted to put out there. He didn't want her hiding behind um, domestic violence and being some victim when she is just as crazy as he is. Well, did you hear what the Disney representative said? That she wasn't going to get any more more, more money for no uh, he no that he they they don't they don't even have a pirates of the Car- the pirates movie six and his whole thing was I was going to lose out on this pirates thing. She's like we don't even have anything in the works. So oh I don't my understand. Gosh. And then she basically said that that he was losing money to be fair because of his drinking and it had nothing to do with her this is before all of this drama that he had a reputation of going on the set drinking and not only that sometimes he didn't show up because he was sleeping because he had been you know partying the night before so it did that's not a good look for his case either not at all none of this has been a good look for either of them neither of them right and so the sad thing is uh for her this is why i feel bad for her is that Either way, she's in a bad situation. Those people in the courtroom love him. It's a big party outside when he walks in. When she walks in, people are booing. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's I don't think that's fair at all. Because I, fi- I find both of them guilty of mis- uh, of mistreating each other. Yeah, I, I, I believe it's a toxic relationship. Yeah. But I, I don't think he deserved what happened to him. I don't think she deserved what happened to her because she... What? It, she well, there's nothing happened to on. her. She, they, they specifically said that she was on board to be in um, number two. What movie was that? Aquaman number two, making $2 million, but right? No, but they said that he wasn't going to... The, the, the director said we were holding people to their options. We weren't allowing them to renegotiate contracts. We were holding them to their options. Okay, and well, they had an option for movie number two at a specific, specific at a specific amount of money. And the lady specifically said, because I heard her on the stand yesterday, that she was she was up to in her contract that her contract stated if she was going to do the movie, she was making two million, and it would double if there was going to be an Aquaman three. That's specifically what she said on the well, stand. Well, yeah, but she's not in Aquaman. There's no Aquaman three. And there's no Aquaman. Well, I don't know if there was an Aquaman two. I, I, I think there was Aquaman. Yeah, I think there was Aquaman two. Let me see here. I think. I didn't even watch the first one. Was it good? I did. No, I didn't like it. Let me see. Aquaman I'll be honest with that. Two. And I love Aquaman, and I didn't really like the movie. Yeah, I heard it wasn't great. I didn't. I didn't like Let's it. See here, Jason Momoa and Jason James Wan reportedly blocked efforts to cut Amber Heard out of Aquaman two. Yeah, there is an Aquaman two. And, and she was supposed to be in it. I think she was in it. Right. Not. Not from what I understood. I, no, I I understood. Think she was an Aquaman too. I understood that she was supposed to make two million dollars. This is what the lady said because what they what this woman said, which makes sense, when you're in a big movie like Aquaman, basically you're supposed you're basically you know dictating how much money that you make. Yeah, now. she's she's an Aquaman too. She's an Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, which is not slated for release until 2023. She's in the movie. So maybe it was for talks about Aquaman three. Yeah. Well, no, she said two million and then four million. 
I'll yeah. do, I'm going to double check. Maybe she was supposed to make that. Maybe because of all the drama, she didn't. Yeah. But I'll double check exactly what the lady said. But she said she was supposed to make $2 million for Aquaman 2. And then if there was an Aquaman 3, she was supposed to make $4 million. That's mm. what she had in a contract. That's what the lady said. i got to find out her name yeah. again. Um, mm, oof, Jesus. All right, all right. Um, uh, let's get back to this story uh, of um, this gunman in, in U- Uvalde. Um, which is very sad. And I wanted to talk about, I guess, gun control. And I, I would love to hear from some people um, who own guns. Because I think, you know, the lawmakers, they want to they want to regulate the industry, but maybe they need to get the industry to regulate itself. And I don't know how we stop these gunmen or these kids or these individuals from picking up guns and going to go commit crimes like this you know um or maybe we need we just need to step step up and not and and lock down all of our soft targets i mean i'm thinking that we're, we're moving into a a time in life where we need to change um and this may make things more difficult for us as we move on like you know maybe the malls are going to have to have a screening process before you go to the mall Maybe schools are going to have to have a screening process before we go or to school. Or we ban all assault weapons and hire yeah. the background check uh, requirements and change the age from, what is it now, 18 from 18 mm. to 21. I don't think that's going to stop it. I mean, because, you know, I mean, I don't, well, the problem is that, you know, sometimes a lot of these people who do these shootings, they don't have any issues in their background. You know, they just have access to yeah, weapons. Yeah, so starting with banning assault weapons. That's got to be the first one. Well, I don't even know. Like, I, why do we, why? Why do we need assault weapons? Why? Somebody give me one good know. reason. Well, but in a, it's, whether it's an assault weapon or, a, or a, a, a Glock, it's still all the same thing. It's, you know, I mean, there. first of all, there are no automatic weapons unless you have a license to get an automatic weapon. And, you know what I'm saying? And if you do have an automatic weapon, you probably got you got it underground. Like, batting an assault weapon is not going to do anything. A bullet's still a bullet, regardless if it's coming from an AR-15 or Glock or 9mm or, uh, or or anything like that. I fully don't understand because I'm, I volunteer with the Boys and Girls Club. And in order to volunteer, I had to fill out a very extensive background check. Why do I need a background check to get on Zoom and talk to kids about my career? But people get deadly weapons. We just hand them. Here you go. Yeah. Have fun. Knock yourself out. Yeah. I don't, Literally, I don't understand. And those around you. I, I This is like not an, an area where I, I understand remotely. I don't get it. I, I don't. And I'm from Virginia. Okay. I've shot guns. I've been to the shooting range. It's fun enough. You want to shoot guns? Go play Call of Duty. We don't need them. We don't need the guns. You're telling me that you your right to go hunting with your child is more important than kids getting shot up in elementary school. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I just that the thing that bothers me about the whole case is I would think that there are some specific warning signs with some of these kids. Um, we don't, I mean, we, there still needs to, we need to find out more details about this 18 year old and why he killed his grandma and why he decided to go to the school and shoot, I mean, shoot up kids, elementary school. Like, I don't, I, I don't understand what was going on in his head, but I know that 
I have friends, one in particular I'm thinking of who had a son that, or has a son that when he was growing up, he had some troubles. You know, he wasn't very respectful and he would slap his mom. And I said, well, what do you do? And she said, well, I just surrendered. I didn't Mm. do anything about it. I just surrendered because... She didn't believe in hitting back. Now, fortunately, as he got older, he calmed down. But I'm just saying there's some warning signs that we see. And is there anything we could do to maybe help the kids with the anger? I know besides, I know therapy is a big deal. But but what else could we do? I mean, it's hard as a parent if you know that there's something, you know, wrong with your child in terms of anger issues or resentment issues. What do you do? Yeah. And wondering too does it even make sense to try to wait to catch it when they're 15 16 17 like that's why I think we've got to pay more attention to kids when they're little and talk to our kids and if you get a divorce and your kid needs counseling take them to counseling because I think it just gets harder and harder to work through it as you get older yeah I know and they always say when you see something say something what if there's something wrong with the family in and of itself? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, what if something's wrong with the family? And you notice maybe the family's very violent or abusing a child. And a lot of times we don't say anything because we don't want to get involved. I just, I was on Twitter today and a lot of people from Australia and even Europe are like, you don't have to have this problem. Yeah. This is an American it's problem. An American problem. This is an American it's, problem it's, that you don't want to solve. Like, that's the truth. Yeah, it's a true. problem that it keeps happening. And... I, I can't say for the everyday American, for the last poll that I saw, most Americans were actually in favor of some sort of extended gun control, background control, whatever. But because of our political system, it's not even going to be the popular vote. It's electoral college. And then the policymakers are making the decision and we don't really get a say. But we can't continue to complain and then not want to do anything to solve the problem. Like, oh, that's not that's not possible. That's not going to happen. Well, Let's just wait for the next mass shooting then. Hopefully it's not you. Well, there's things that are not going to change in this country. The police are not going to stop killing black people. That's that's number one. The, these mass shootings are not going to stop. Matter of fact, they've been going on for God knows for a long time. This is not this is not new. We're just seeing it more because of social media and, and the news picks up on it. But these, these shootings have been going on. Number two, if you know, if you want to get rid of guns, that's a constitutional amendment that's going to have to have to take the whole country wanting to get rid of guns. I, I'm with you on banning all guns. I don't, I don't think we should have any guns in this country. I think that we, you know, but it's not, you know, th- there is some truth to the argument that guns don't kill people. People kill people. And if it's not guns, they'll find another way. Of course, it may be more difficult for them to kill this many people. I mean, the same way cocaine doesn't kill people. People take cocaine yeah. and kill themselves. We still ban cocaine. That it yeah. just doesn't hold up with anything else. There are but lots of things that are banned. But you don't have a constitutional right to cocaine. That's I that's mean, the but difference. the constitutional right, in my opinion, my reading of the Second Amendment was specifically in in order to defend yourself from the government. Uh, that was a completely different time. Our government has atomic uh, bombs. How are you going to defend yourself with a gun from an atomic bomb? So I don't, I don't it, know if the Second Amendment is. You know who's who? There was a what was that guy's name? I was reading. I downloaded his book. Oh, my phone is dead. Um, the the guy I can't think of his name. He 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 was um. Uh, the, a well regulated militia, comma being necessary to the security of a free state, comma the right of the people to keep and bear arms, comma shall not be infringed. Right. So the reading of that is that the Second Amendment says you cannot infringe on the right of. The within the con- but it's within the context. All of this is one sentence within the context of a regulated militia. 
Like the guns to me, when I read this, is like my reading of, of this, it, because the Constitution breaks things down into different sections, different sentences. This sentence dealing with bearing arms is in the context of a well-regulated militia. I do this. This is just first of all, I don't really give a flying whatever what the the founding fathers intended. We love to go back and be like, well, what was their original intention? Uh, they originally intended for me not to be a person. So I don't really care about their intention. But if we are talking about their intention, I believe it was from people to be able to defend themselves from the government because they were just coming from a tyran tyrannical place in England. I don't think it was so that we could just go shooting people up. Well, you know that I was just looking up when was the first known mass shooting in the United States where students were shot? It was April 9th, 1891. Mm. 1891, and we're in 2022. That's what, so yeah. many conversations have been had, and I just don't think that, I, I, I can't imagine us not having this conversation 20, 30 years from now. This is always going to be a thing. Yeah, it's just, and, and you read the Constitution a certain way. I mean, I listen, I, I the Second Amendment, um, I mean, you know, I... <laughs> Do we even have a, what is a well-regulated militia? <laughs> Do we even have that anymore? Um, so it's it, to me it is outdated, but the part that says shall not be infringed is the part that's really stopping any lawmaker from doing anything. It's To me, this is such BS. It's the same thing we would hold up the Constitution. Well, you want these blacks to be free? Right here it says they're only counted as three-fifths a person. They're not. The Constitution says the Constitution is not some end-all, be-all document that fell from heaven like manna that we have to follow. It was created and written by imperfect white men who never intended for us to have rights. Period. Yeah, absolutely right. And we need, we really need a constitutional congress to sit there and redraft our constitution it's like they don't want to they 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 look at this those who do not want to change it look at this document like it's the holy grail hundred and it, it, you know it's there are good parts of it but times have evolved and maybe we need to update it maybe there are things inside the constitution that we need to fix uh rights that we need to restore things that we need to kind of take away um i think it's a very complicated issue when it comes to gun rights in and this it, country. see and to me it doesn't feel complicated and what's sad to me well you're not a gun owner i think that's that that's it that's why it shouldn't be complicated i think we've We've complicated it, but it's not complicated. No guns is not complicated. Other nations have figured it out. We're, we act like we're the first and it's impossible. No, this has been done in other nations. We are not the first to deal with this problem. It's really not that complicated. And what's really sad to me is that we're such a reactive society where things are sad and we talk about our prayers and we hope things will change. But it's not until it happens to you yeah. when it's your kid or your grandfather or a kid in your community, then you want to get up in arms then you want to be like why is nobody listening and at that point it's too late oh wow they yeah, updated it just now Th 18 children dead that three adults so dead after the mass shooting texas senator roland gutierrez just confirmed on cnn 18 children and three adults were killed uh in the shooting the senator says the shooting's uh grandmother is still alive but in critical condition so that's good hopefully we can get some information about her um we'll get like to we're talking about people's whole lives this isn't mm -hmm. like oh do you prefer martinis or are you a wine person it's once you're dead it's too late let's see we'll get to senator chris murphy who uh, is begging his colleagues on both sides of the political aisle to come together and figure a way to help reduce the number of mass shootings in this country because it, it is becoming more and more a problem. I see your phone call, Mel Rose. We'll get to you. 800-920-1580. We always invite you into the conversation. If you own a gun, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, what do you think uh, should be happening in this? How do we not infringe on the rights of uh, lawful and responsible gun owners and, and uh, also protect our kids? 
and what are becoming soft targets uh, in this country, like malls and schools uh, uh, from these mass shootings. Uh, 809-20-1580. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Say the quiet part out loud. loud. KBLA Talk 1580. 2.20. Looking for legitimate political discourse? Without the bear spray? Tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, let's go to Melrose real quick. Uh, Melrose says it's not the guns, it's the mental state of these individuals. I mean, I don't, you know. How are you, Don? I'm good, man. It, it is the mental state of, uh, of individuals out there who uh, uh, are pulling the trigger. But, you know, some would say if we could take the access to lethal uh, firearms away from them, um, you know, some of these mass shootings might be prevented or at least the number of people killed might go down because the gun is enhancing a, a person's rage or anger um, and allowing them to do uh, more damage than if they had a knife um, or, or some other weapon. Not to mention, I read the, I just want to add real quick before we get your take. Yeah. I read the manifesto from the Buffalo shooter. He was thinking very clearly. Mm-hmm. He was not this deranged person who didn't understand the world. He had a well, lot of complex. Clearly, but was his... He had a lot of complex thoughts and sentences that he put together. The subjects and verbs agreed. It wasn't just <laughs> like we've we've reached the end and I'm just at this crazy. He strongly believed by what he stood for. And I think it, it's very easy to write off people who hate as people who have mental health issues. Hatred is a sickness. It's a disease, but it's not a mental health issue. So you don't think the Boston, the Buffalo killer was, was crazy? No, I don't think he was crazy at all. I think that he was very clear. He was very logical. Would we say that all of the people who enslaved blacks in this country, did they all have mental health issues or did, were they just hateful human beings? At a certain point, we have to stop giving people the deference. Oh, it's just a mental health issue. I think no, they were doing people what the law actually, allowed them to do. They think very critically no. and they, they understand. He understood the consequences of what would happen if he went in with the gun. He thought about, he wrote about what would whether or not he expected to die. He said, I didn't expect to come out alive. I always expected to plead guilty. I left this manifesto because this is not just me being a crazy person and spiraling. This is what I actually believe. Right, but that's crazy talk, though. Uh, define crazy. Well, I mean, I don't know. He has a warped sense of is reality. Everybody, is everybody who hates crazy? Or or are they just hateful? Right? Uh, that's a good point. I think, oh, I think the Buffalo guy had a warped sense of reality. That he thought that something was happening that wasn't happening off the stuff that he was reading online. I think that is a form of mental illness. I mean, if that's mental you, illness, then I would well, go I mean, ahead and say 90% of the people on Fox News are mentally well, you ill. Well, yeah. you can be mentally ill and articulate at the same time. Just because, you know, you're mentally ill doesn't mean that you, like, are foaming at the mouth and, you know, all this extra stuff that's going on. You can still, you know. I, I, would, I do not actually believe that the Buffalo shooter had a warped sense of reality. I, I say don't. that as someone who read the 180-page manifesto <laughs> that he left. He was very clear and intentional. He knew what yeah, he was doing. Yeah, but how real was that? And how why? Real he was doing but 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 people whether something's real or not real people believe that it's real he left statistics and facts and graphs and quotes that's not something who's someone who's just mentally yeah, ill and was, off the range he was indoctrinated there you go. Exactly. And so this is the deal don you can't just because someone's indoctrinated you don't say oh they're mentally ill he was throwing out some talking points from what he's heard from some of these conservative channels yeah. and so it was ingrained in his brain that doesn't mean he was mentally ill that just just means that he had an agenda. Hey, hang on, Melrose. We'll get to your point uh, here in a second when we come forward. You know, we're talking about the shooting that happened in Texas. Uh, we'll get to that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580.
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Even your emotions have an echo. Man for CeeLo. Well, CeeLo is, uh... CeeLo was on fire when The Voice first came on. And then he got caught up in the, in that, uh... Very nice guy, too. Got caught up in the, uh, Me Too movement. And then they kicked him off The Voice. Did any of the men do it, Krista? Did any of the men? Harvey Weinstein was railroaded. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know whether he did it or not. I mean, you know, um, matter of fact, I don't, I don't think there were any charges against him. I mean, there was just accusations. But the problem is, is that in this country, an accusation can kill your career. I just remember we were finding out stuff like two and three times a week when the whole, after Harvey Weinstein, was he the first one or no? No, he wasn't the first one. Who was one. the first one the that first, got me to? Well, you know what? Maybe he was the first one. Maybe he was the first one that kicked off. The first big guy, at least. Well, okay, we had Cosby, right? Cosby was yeah, he but the he very was big... I, no, he wasn't the first one. Okay, it so... may, it, Harvey Weinstein may have been the first okay, one. Okay, so there was Weinstein, and then all of a sudden, just a everybody, bunch, everybody yeah, was coming fell. out with Ooh. stories. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, I don't, you know, I mean, listen, you want to believe women, but you know, it's it's more complicated than that. I mean, look at this trial with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. You know, it's well, it's, that's what we have trials for. Yeah, but a lot of times you don't get a trial. You just get convicted in, in the court of public opinion, and, and that can ruin your career that or your, your reputation. You know what I'm saying? How do you come back from an accusation? You know, there's no, there's no, you can't repair it. You can't put that uh, genie back in the bottle after that's happened. Somebody accuses you of. Everything. That's true. I'll definitely give you that because after an accusation, even if the truth comes out, Nobody, I still yeah. know people who are like, mm, but what? But you were accused, so. Mm-hmm. There are definitely people who will cancel you based off the accusation, not off the conclusive findings. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Findings. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a sad situation. All right, let's go back to Melrose. Uh, Melrose was saying it's not the guns, it's the mental state of these individuals. We're talking about the uh, what, what are now um, 18 children dead, uh, three adults dead after a mass shooting uh, in um, in Texas today. Um, what do you think should happen, Melrose? Well, first of all, Don, I'm very shaken up right now and very upset about hearing that news. I mean, I'm talking to you as Lawrence Victor Greenblatt, not Melrose Larry Green. I'm right here at Bancroft Junior High School on the steps because I live right down the street from there. And I'm no different than when I went to Woodmere North Junior High School back in Woodmere, New York, back in the 60s. There was excessive violence in this country. I listened to everything you all said, and I think I want to make sure I pronounce your name right. Is it Kiara? Mm-hmm, that's right. Kira? Kiara. Kiara. You're brilliant. You're brilliant. Everything you said about the Constitution is right on. I love that you said I wasn't even a person when that was written. Right on. You need to run for Congress someday. I will go door to door to make. But the problem is you're going to get elected. I don't want to be elected. If I campaign for you. <laughs> I don't want to okay, be elected. Okay, forget that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't have any answers to what's been going on. The mental illness is insane. I think that I told you that guy should get the firing squad. The kid from Buffalo. Yeah. Here is right. He was not mentally ill. But this I'm talking about here and now. The problem is there's crime all over this country. And certainly these mass shootings are terrible. You know, one death is as bad as 14 deaths. Mm-hmm. I'm not making it a light of this, but there was a guy on the subway the other day 
47-year-old Hispanic man just going to brunch from Brooklyn into Manhattan, and some crazy guy came on with a gun and killed him for no reason. It's on the cover of the New York Post. Oh, wow. There are, there's, there's gang killings. As far as I'm concerned, no offense to anybody listening, but I've always said this for years. All these gangs should be freaking outlawed. All these gangs. All the gangs with the drug dealing, that's got to be outlawed. Yeah, but I mean, it still it's goes. It still goes on. I mean, they've they've come up with new laws to try to put gang members in jail. You and, know, and but, that's why yeah. I think it's worth talking about the weapons. Anyone who has read about Australia, the case study, they had yes. a drastic reduction in homicides, suicides, and mass shootings after banning the guns. When and did, if, when did if they ban we the guns? Re- 1996, 96, I think. Okay. If we really, really, I, truly believe that that human life is important and we know the statistics will tell us that we'll have a lot less people dead if we talk about what banning guns i I think we at the very least have to have a conversation about it i agree i agree And, and and you know one thing i agree with that and believe you me i don't own a gun i don't i never owned a gun never i don't own a gun and i don't think everybody should own a gun but i would love it if we banned all guns, you know, I mean, that would and be. See what happens. In- I wonder if this would have to be a worldwide movement to let's let's every nation in this world get rid of guns. And I don't. I love the, it. The problem I have with with that, and as much as I am very hopeful that we can do better, I think we are as Americans very hypocritical, and that we're constantly trying to get yes. other nations to give up their weapons. Yes. Meanwhile, we yes. spend billions of dollars on our own military and make, yeah. maintaining our own weapons. And as another nation, why should I trust you with lots of weapons and then also lay down my own? Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think, Listen, I think, I, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I don't, I just don't want to forget this one point. Yeah. Because I love Tavis. And I'm not as smart as Tavis. Nobody is. No. Tavis is IQ is off the scale. There needs to be a blue ribbon, maybe a black ribbon commission mm-hmm. of people like Tavis Smiley as the head of it with all these experts. I'm not an expert. All these psychologists, social workers, a blue ribbon report that would be done in maybe six months to a year, where they really get to the root of everything. And I know Tavis and Kiara, you could do it. Because I'm crying out for help in this situation. I'm not, a, uh, I'm not happy about this. I'm not a fan of the NRA. As far as I'm concerned, the NRA should be disbanded. You're absolutely right. Wayne LaPierre is a piece of garbage, yeah. and the NRA are a bunch of criminals. You know, the NRA didn't used to I be like this. this. The, the NRA, and I don't, and, and I, they, they've done uh, uh, stories about the NRA, to where you know this this gun mania that we have going on right now didn't really just start upticking mm-hmm. into the last I don't know twenty or thirty years. It used to be that it was more about either sports shooting or hunting, or hunting and, and which yeah. is what the NRA was kind of into. And then they kind of they were for gun control or responsible. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if it's the gun manufacturers that are that are funding the NRA that want to sell guns and and, and constantly yes, keep selling guns because it's profitable. And and I think that's really at the root of trying to protect the second amendment is that it's money behind it a hundred percent it's a money conversation Mm -hmm. and what i think is the most sad to me is that when it comes to things like a mass shooting it's become political 
And this shouldn't be political. It shouldn't be the Republicans are on one side and the Democrats on the other. This is human life. Like at a certain point, you've got to put your political hat, take it off. Forget what your party said. Forget about whether you're red or blue. Ask yourself, does it matter to you that people are senselessly losing their lives? Well, I think um, the way to cut this down is is with the the tax uh, policy and... um, Make it extremely expensive to buy bullets for your guns. Um, I like that. And, like in in yeah, Australia, like that. too, and I don't know if we would ever do this, but they actually were buying, the government was buying back guns from citizens. They do that occasionally they that here. here. They do yeah, that occasionally they here that when here. they want to get guns off the street, and I think that, that works. The problem is, is that— They don't give enough money, though. Really, they don't. They were giving gift cards. They were giving— Two, three hundred dollars for the guns. Two, three hundred dollars, and for some people, it's not worth it. Yeah, um, I think if we were to tax bullets and allow people who, I guess, have gone through background checks to, um, I mean, and tax bullets to the point where they're like $1,000 for a case of, of rounds or whatever, and then allow people who've gone through a background check or who gets a special permit to reduce the amount of tax, that might make the accessibility of uh, the bullets uh, uh, um uh, in the hands of mentally Ill individuals, it's a great idea. Not accessible. Real quick, Don. Yeah. Don, real quick, real quick, because I've taken up too much of your valuable time. I want to give a happy birthday greeting to Bob Dylan and his black. Oh, daughter. how'd the show go and last I also night? Want to... The show was great. Okay. Only Dylan songs. Okay. And I also want to give a shout out to Abby, who's a new listener. I met her at the Light of Fountain Highland as the light was changing. I said, "I'm listening to Don Dimitri, Christine Chiara. <laughs> You're a sister. It's the greatest thing on radio." I said, "Abby, I'm going to give you a shout out when I'm on the show today." Abby, I love you. Tell all your brothers and sisters, KBLA. This is the best station in radio. If I keep this up, I'm going to be, uh, you know, I may not be a Republican much longer. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> all right, Melrose. Thank you so much. I appreciate the comments, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for fair. taking my call Thank and you. my condolences. Yeah. All. You got it. All right. I do have a question for both of you because I wasn't around in the seventies. Yeah. But from what I know about the seventies, there was a big movement towards peace and anti-war and no guns what happened um like, i don't know like why why was that such a huge push and then a lot of the 70s babies that i know i feel like are now republicans advocating for gun control so okay. or, or for guns and against gun control well, how did know, that happen well you had the vietnam war which was a war that the french started and <laughs> And then we kind of got in to stop the spread of communism, and it was just a war that went to nowhere, and then we got out. So a lot of people were um, war fatigued. I mean, this country has been in war since uh, it's almost in its inception. I mean, at World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam, these are all conflicts that are left over from World War II. Um, and, you know, in our fight to stop communi- communism. So that's what that was about. But you also got to stand the, you know, uh, when you're young, you're, I- you're idealistic. You, you, um, you, you want uh, the uh, Pollyannic view, view of America. You know, you want peace. Everybody wants to live their own life. And then you start making a little money and you start to see where your resources are going and things change. Well, I People just... who start off as Democrats can, can, can evolve into Republicans because yeah, look, at the, look at the Democratic Party mm-hmm. now 
where it was 10 years ago with, you know, hope and change with Obama compared to where it is now. It's like it's easy to where you can see how you can go be a Republican, even though. But the Republicans are crazy also. But it's more easier to see how you can be an independent and lead the Democratic Party. Well, I mean, the before, if you think about who the Republicans were before, you had like John Boehner. And then there was uh, what was that other guy's name who who left there? They were a little bit. They weren't as crazy as like Trump. When Trump got into office, forget it. Well, it was a, a tea party. People, it was a tea party. Was a tea yeah. party but the Tea Party, but Sarah Palin, right, and her whole thing. She, but she was nowhere as bad as Trump. When Trump came in, he was just off. I mean, off the chain. I mean, we knew when Sarah Palin came in, she she basically um, she she seemed like the type of woman that wasn't pro uh, Republican, right? She wasn't she wanted a little bit of extremists, but not as much as Trump did. He wanted to drain the swamp. Mm. He wanted to expose everybody, right and left. Where Sarah Palin it seemed like she just really wanted to expose, you know, most of the left. Trump wanted to get everybody, but then also he kind what he did was he uh, uh, emboldened, I guess, these white people to come out and show who they really are with their racist acts. And it just, everything became just such a mess, I feel. Because I just remember um, the Republicans prior to all that, like the John McCain's and the John and, and the, uh, John Boehner's, they, were, they, they weren't great or anything like that, but they were not as extreme as the Republican Party today. Yeah, it's really everything bad. feels so extreme. Well, I mean, the, the country's getting polarized here. I think social media is playing a big part in that to where these bubbles and these echo chains, these echo chambers are getting echoed very loud, um, and everything's becoming niche. Um, Trump's power is on display in um, Georgia. What do you I, mean? I believe. Uh, well, Trump is trying to. St- he's backing a lot of people, who a lot of candidates for office, and and we're going to see whether or not he still has influence over the electorate, um, and can, can, get, can get candidates that he endorses uh, elected to to office. Look, Herschel Walker wins GOP Senate primary. You know, I, I think uh, uh, in Georgia, um, Brian Kemp is going up against somebody who Trump endorsed. I don't, um, think, I don't think they're going to win. That's yeah. what I'm seeing. And that's uh, what I was reading. Cawthorn. Was it Cawthorn that Trump endorsed him? He lost his primary. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see if Trump still has I, some I, power. Even here. Trump confuses me, too, because he... I mean, for a lot of reasons, but he would tweet things like, you know, we're going to have more guns, like more guns in schools and was very pro gun. But at the same time, would talk about how video game violence and glorification was destroying the country. And I do know uh, several people who have that view, who have a big problem with the media. They don't like, you know, gangster rap. They don't like video games. They don't like anything that's showcasing guns mm-hmm. even though it's entertainment but then have no problem with real guns mm-hmm. and that doesn't make any sense to me mm-hmm. i'm like so you want to ban call of duty where people aren't actually dying which i get how it could influence somebody but then you're okay with kids actually having guns in real life it's very confusing to me it is it's a weird we're at a weird point in this country you know and uh there are no easy answers i mean there is an easy answer to to to, to stop the violence just 
uh, maybe um, you know. And put it on the record. I don't like games like like Call of Duty either. I don't think it. You don't like it anything aggressive. <laughs> Call of Duty. I look. Have I you played like Call I of just, Duty? Yeah, I have played Call of Duty. Actually, isn't it fun? I'm a video game person. No, you, we were just talking about the you other day. You get to day. pull out a knife and stab somebody. It's, it's really violent. It's hard to even hit anything. Then I was like, what is the point of this game? I tried it. I try. I tried to try a lot of things before I feel very vocal about it. And I was like, nope. It's nice. And I also yeah. want to add that Australia also got rid of a lot of violent video games Did they? Uh, after they got rid of their guns in 1996 okay. so this is not a crazy radical idea it's actually been done and there are plenty of studies well, that talk about the decrease in violence that well you make up. me feel good at least i'm not the only one who sucks at call of duty yeah no i was terrible, yeah, terrible. Okay. was it hard to hit anything uh yeah but i also just have bad hand-eye coordination but it was i just yeah i think we're playing against people who are on pcs it's, i i played on a pc and if you have a very fast pc the controller settings are different because you're shooting with a mouse and you're and you're moving with uh, certain keyboards, and I think that's easier for, for for to do on Call of Duty than playing on a PS PS4 or PS5, because I have yet to be able to hit anything. I mean, yes, but I mean, Andy, I can't kill one person. I, listen, I have maybe listen. I've been playing Call of Duty for about maybe a year and a half. I have maybe killed three people. I've got out of the gulag maybe two times. Okay. And I've tried to run. I've tried. I've tried everything. I've tried to run and hide. I've tried to kill everybody. I've tried. I've tried to do. I tried to find a, a corner and, and wait it out until the the the, the final the final closing thing. I, I lose all the time. Listen, I even had a guy kill me when uh, when I parachuted. I'm like, bro, can I get on the ground first? See, this is why I stick with Super Mario. You know, <laughs> just jump on the mushrooms. I mean, the guy's shooting me while I'm parachuting. I, now I gotta watch my back when I'm parachuting. Look, my my, my whole my whole scheme was to 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 when everybody's going right to go left. All right, I'm gonna find the farthest way from everybody out, and I'll slowly work my way back into the battle zone, into the circle, and that way, I, that's the only way I can survive. And even then, I don't manage to live very long in the game. So I yeah you, you're right. How often do you play video games? Uh, I, golly, it's been it's been about six seven months since I played Call of Duty. I was playing regularly, but then you get frustrated after a while because you keep you keep dying, and then it takes like I don't know three four minutes for the game to reboot. Uh, oh, there's codes. There's always codes. See I, see, I thought people were cheating. I always thought people were cheating in, in there. Uh, codes are my best friend. When I played Sims, I used to always put a whole bunch of codes in so I could get a bunch of money without having to go to work. <laughs> I mean, I cheated in uh, Grand Theft Auto with. The is code. it cheating, or is it being resourceful? Uh, it's cheating. I mean, come on, the game is you got to play the game with a knife, and then you got to. But they you know, they coded it so that you could take advantage of the codes. Yeah, there's uh, there's certain mods and certain things. I just it just I didn't have that much time to spend on it. To it, it was it was a. It was something to do when I when I had some downtime, and I'm like, I'm I'm done with this. It's just I really know. want a new PS something. PS5. Anyone's giving one away, <laughs> you know where to find me. All right, uh, two prominent Georgia Republicans battling for the uh, GOP primary. Um, we're going to talk about that, and when we come forward, it's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. A safe place to go loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Well, our resident Tea Party person Krista is here. Are you going to vote for the Tea Party this time? No, but I wanted to kind of clarify because I was looking at NPR and they did a really good job of explaining what the Tea Party movement was. That that. 
the Tea Party, they had one specific goal, and they wanted to prove that Obama was an illegitimate president. That's the whole idea of the Tea Party. Because he was a Kenyan? Yeah. They didn't want him in. They wanted him out. They wanted to expose him for whatever reason, and that's what they, that was the point. This whole new MAGA thing is yeah. different. They want the Republican Party just to change. Well, I, you know, Trump's um, Trump's power is on display. We'll see if he, because he's, you know, he's endorsing a lot of people, and we'll see if it has the power to uh, uh, carry any weight. Um, you know, Stacey Abrams won the uh, Georgia governor governor primary, um, so she may face off against Kemp or Purdue. Purdue is. Um, uh, trying to uh, go for the Republican primary uh, um, victory, or at least trying to hold Brian Kemp to 50% so where he can trigger a runoff. Um, Purdue is supported by Trump, who did not like Brian Kemp because Brian Kemp didn't want to, I guess, overturn the uh, votes in Georgia um, when Trump was winning. Remember, he was, you know, he, yep. won, he, was, he was making calls to everybody. Um, so... Uh, Governor Mike Pence, I guess, is supporting Brian Kemp. He says, "I've been supporting Kemp before he was a uh, before it was a sexy thing to do." Basically, so it's going to be interesting to see if Stacey Abrams in Georgia can get a lot of the voters out, a lot of Democratic voters out, um, to uh, beat Brian Kemp. And I hope they can turn that state blue. Um, it would be nice to see that, and maybe this infighting between the Republican Party um, might uh, be to her advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the fighting between Kemp, because if Brian Kemp doesn't win the GOP nomination, Purdue, I don't think can beat somebody like Stacey Abrams because he doesn't have name recognition. Kemp, who's kind of been the governor for you know the last few years, um, has name recognition, and you know, some I, I'm assuming some support. But then those, there's those Trump those Trumpers out there, and that's just part of the country. Um, who feel like the election was stolen and these Republicans didn't do anything to help Trump uh, overturn the election or stop the Democrats from, uh, you know, and I put this in quotation, stealing the election. Um, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see what really happens in Georgia. I, it's going to be an indication. But it, if, if the first indication is we're seeing that Trump is backing a lot of candidates, um, they're losing. That's and, what I'm understanding. You know, uh, Madison Cawthorn, which is, you know, he's scandal written. Um, got Trump's uh, uh, backing, and he kind of lost his primary. I mean, you know, how, you you must be a pretty horrible candidate that if you're like a white guy in a wheelchair and you're losing, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, you at least get there's a sympathy vote there. There's a you know there's a there's a youth vote there. But then he must be a, must have been a horrible candidate. But I, I think I think people are trying to move away from this extreme rhetoric. I even yeah. think the Republican Party, uh, some in the Republican Party, sees that they that par- parts of the party are going off a cliff. And listen, I was on, you know, I like to just go check out Fox News, yes. see what they're saying, and I'm like even scrolling through the comments now. A lot of people are like, "We've got to change the gun laws. This is ridiculous. This is so sad." I see very few uh, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, I mean it's it's a very complicated issue for uh, because there are people out there who enjoy the who enjoy hunting, who enjoy um, you know personal protection for their homes, who just like shooting guns, and they're law-abiding citizens, you know, and they feel that their rights are being being are being are, are coming under attack because of the uh, bad apples who can pick up a gun and go do dangerous harm with it. And how do you defend someone's right to have a gun and um, for whatever reason they want it, whether it's to go shoot, whether it's go hunt, 
Uh, how do you defend that right compared to stopping the crazy individuals who uh, or the individuals um, convict, convicted to do mass harm you, from you going don't, out there? You don't blame some of the movies like from way back in the day. I mean, I remember when I first saw the cowboy and Indian type movies, I never understood why the cowboys would shoot the Indians. And I remember being troubled by that. But you see a lot of movies where guns are just really glorified. I mean, that doesn't, you don't think any of that factors in? Uh, it might to a certain extent. I mean, we always wanted to play, I always wanted to play with guns when I was a young kid and play cops and robbers and, you know, shooters and all this other stuff. So it's part of but American is that culture. I, I don't think so. I, I don't I, think it's healthy. Because I, like I said, I remember watching cowboy cowboy movies and I didn't like it. I didn't like seeing the, the cowboys shooting the Indians and I never understood why that was happening. I mean, but for the vast majority of gun owners, you don't really see them. I mean, it's, this is, although it is a problem, it's not a uh, widespread systemic problem with gun ownership. These are kind of one-offs that happen here and there. It's not happening every single day. I mean, it would definitely, if we were to ban guns, cut down on uh, gun violence, uh, I, I think if you just take them off the streets or ban them outright or, or stop making bullets, you know, um, but I don't know if there's the will in this country to do that. There's just so many things at the same time, like it's guns, but then it's mental health, but then it's white supremacy, but then it's uh, all of this election stuff. And it's it's overwhelming, honestly. Listen, I say we go back to Africa. Come on, let's go. Who's with me? You know, it's starting to sound like a better and better idea every yeah, day. Yeah, Chris is not with me. Look at you. I, I want to give America a chance. All right. It's KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Just ahead, keep your loved ones safe. Visit your local COVID clinic and get a PCR or rapid result test. Life is for living. Book a test. COVIDclinic.org. That's COVIDclinic.org. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 old money, money or new money. Either way, KBLA Talk 1580 has you covered. That's right, baby. Tune in weekdays to the Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson at 12 noon. And keep it locked to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts. Weekdays at 1 p.m. It's the KBLA Talk 1580 Midday Money Channel. At noon, Lynn Richardson is making millionaires one family, one day, one dollar, and one dime at a time. At 1 p.m., Naja Roberts, the queen of crypto, is here to make sure you don't get pulled under by the rising tide of these new currencies. Old money or new money? We want your money to work harder for you than you did for it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We want to help you make vertical and horizontal money. Money when you're standing up and money when you're lying down. It's the KBLA Talk 1580 Midday Money Chain. The Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson weekdays at 12 noon. Followed by Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts at 1 p.m. Only on KBLA Talk 1580. Anybody know who this is? This is Heavy D. It is Heavy D. No, just kidding. You know what kills me? Um, anytime there's like 
these mass shootings or whatever is the overwhelming police response that is for nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, every police, it's like they have a, like they want to bring their guns out to shoot what? By the time you get to the scene, it's almost always over. And, you know, SWAT teams comes out, the FBI comes out. Like, everybody wants to come out and just stand around with their guns. Can I tell you a story yeah. I forgot to mention to you guys? I totally forgot. And I was going to leave it in a voice message, but I didn't want to. I'm going to tell you in person. Do you remember uh, the neighbor story I told you that have all the have had, they had the parties and I sent you the picture? Or, did I tell you the yeah, outcome of them the, shutting down the party? The ones that you like, harass all the time, right? The there were helicopters or something. Yeah. So I talked to the lady because I wanted to find out why the helicopter came because boyfriend said the helicopter came and sh- you know put a light on and said party over and it was early and I asked her. And I couldn't believe how her response was no was so nonchalant. The DJ happens to be that she uses every time happens to be the son of a police officer in the city that we live. That's why they get away with it a lot of the time. But I guess that got out and so somebody came to the party with a gun and threatened to shoot the DJ because he's affiliated with the cops. I knew that family had some type of ties with some type of weird stuff like I told you when I'm looking at that house and I see people in and out and all the I know you can't judge a book by its cover but in this situation it just seemed really suspicious. So she said yeah somebody came up there and wanted to shoot the the um the, the DJ, and so um, it got real loud, and so then she said that... Wait, what that do you mean shoot the DJ? Wanted to, shoot, wanted to shoot the DJ because he's affiliated. His father's a police officer. Like with the actual gun? With the actual gun. Somebody came up there with the gun. And so people were screaming and yelling, and she said we had it covered, but I guess one of the neighbors witnessed the whole thing and called the cops, even though she theoretically had it covered. She said the person didn't shoot, but they were waving around, they were drunk, and they wanted to kill the DJ. Oh so then the gosh. cops came and, or the cops sh- shined the light down rather, and now they can't use that DJ anymore because he's scared to go back. Yeah, I'd be scared to go back too. And so she got really, really upset. And so she acted like it was no big deal. And I said, but but you had somebody come on your premise with like in your house a with a gun. And That's she's like, terrifying. she's like, they weren't going to do anything. They just wanted to shoot the DJ. They were just drunk. They weren't going to do anything. But I don't know who told them that he was the son of a police officer. We didn't tell anybody. Oh I was just like, gosh. that is so weird. I'm glad I wasn't home during That's that time. Actually crazy. But that's the sad part about it. And these are younger people. Like she's older, but the people that come to the parties are younger. So I'm imagining they've got to be anywhere from tweens is this, are they to like their Are they charging 20s. people? Like, is this a business? No, it's just a bunch of family. I said, is it a lot of these people your family? She said, family and, and friends. And I asked her if she knew the, the people that came with the gun. And she said, oh, yes, they weren't going to do anything. They just wanted to shoot the DJ. But we had it under control. This sounds like a party I need to attend. It's really, really sweet. A lot of Modelo? Crazy. I don't know. I, 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 didn't go, I didn't see it this time around. But I will not call the police on them ever again. Ask him if I can bring a... Too scared now. If I can come to the party. I'm sure they would let you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they would. I, but I also suspect that there's some people in our family that are not fond of people that are not Mexican. I'll just put it to you that way in a nice way. I'm Mexican. Hey, you might be able to pass. Well, I mean, you know, Mexico's like, uh, they're like cousins to me, you know? Same oh. thing with Guatemalans, you know? They're uh, right next to Belize. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then, you know, I'll let you go to the party. Yeah. Yeah. I won't go, but you're more than welcome to go. And I'll go and I'll be like, hey. 
You know how every time you have a party, like the cops get caught? I know who's calling yeah, the cops. Yeah, I know, exactly. I know I'm not doing it anymore. I know who's calling the cops. She lives right next door. She's she's a little upset you're not inviting her to the party, so she wants to shut it down. Well, she told me I could come to the party anytime I want. I definitely would. Why don't you just it. go out there and sit down and not, party with Definitely them. not after what just happened, after what she explained yeah, to me. No way. It doesn't, it doesn't like, sound safe. Sounds like it's a great party with beer and probably. Tacos and there's a lot of weed, micheladas, weed. Beer. No, you like weed, don't you? Sound good. Yeah. I would probably go over for free tacos. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> yeah. over for that thing. <laughs> the burning bush, Jesus, Moses, uh, no. all that good stuff. No, it's just crazy. So I said uh, we officially do. I asked the cop on the phone several months ago. Do I live in a safe area? He laughed. He thought it was oh, a funny no. question. I do not live in a safe area. You I'm don't. Very upset. Matter of fact, you're close to Montebello, right? Very close to Montebello. Did you see the shooting that happened at the 7-Eleven in Montebello? No. There was a shooting that happened in Montebello. And you might, you might, I mean, I don't I don't Which know. Which street, Beverly? Uh, let me see where this happens. Let me see if I can figure out where this happened. Hold on, I'll tell you. Um, it says Montebello 7-Eleven. Um, this happened three weeks ago at a store, East LA. It doesn't say where. The store was actually at. Mm-hmm. So um, let me show you the video here, and I think there's audio to it also. So I don't know if this this looks familiar. This is four thirty. Oh, this is two years ago, or maybe that this date's wrong. It says four thirty twenty, but maybe the date's wrong on this. So it's a normal day in a Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. right? And people are making their transactions, right? All right, so these two guys here. Okay, okay. They're two Latino guys. All right. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, this was 43022. He was like, What's up, SA? I got you, fool. Yeah. So oh my God. This was four thirty twenty twenty two a Saturday at looks so, like it was uh, like last at ten ten forty three PM. Doesn't say where. I feel like people are off the rails. Krista and I saw two people about to get into it yesterday. Yeah, right we out did. Of El Pollo Loco. Yeah. It was actually scary and it was a woman. I mean, you know, pe- look, all these shots right. fired but and nobody see, gets and hit. And the, the sad thing is there's no regard, obviously, for the two older gentlemen who just want to pay for their, you know, beer. And these two just going at each other. Look at that. Those poor older men right there. That's messed up. They could have lost their life over some nonsense. Their, you yeah, know, yeah. Lives. I mean, you know, because, cause, I mean, they're just, they're just, you got three, you got five people in the store, including the two shooters. Three people in line just waiting to get out out of the line. And then two people start beefing by the door. This is it's crazy. And scary. I feel it's like crazy. I might become one of those people who's afraid to leave the house. What's up? I'm close. I'm close to that. What? I'm so close to that. Or at least going to big public spaces. I'm like, hmm. Just get your gun. Well, you know what? Look it. I've often thought about that, but I know my temper and oh. I'm a realist because I have a very bad temper. And if I 
don't calm down. I could take out that gun and make a, a really bad mistake. And that's the only reason I don't own a gun. Wait, wait, wait I can't see you killing no, somebody I, or shooting I have somebody. A bad temper. I, I think people who are incredibly smart and a lot of theorists have already talked about this. Live by the sword, die by the sword. We could mm-hmm. go back. I think that's even in Proverbs. You could go back thousands mm-hmm. of years and people have said the same thing. Yeah. So I. How would you have liked them to settle their differences, their gang related differences? Well, what? not like that. What, I mean, what, what, could, what could they have done? I believe in. Water fight? No, I believe in just boxing it out. That's boxing. all you have to do is just box it out. Or non-physical yeah, you, aggression. You, you should have been born in the uh, 50s. Maybe that would have Yeah, been. that's. I think that would be great. Just box, box it, it out. out. Matter of fact, uh, there's a story that popped up today about uh, a former UFC fighter who is a coach for um, a high school, uh, Mark Munez. Uh, he's a former UFC fighter who beat uh, Damian Maya. In 2011, he's been in place on administrative leave from his high school wrestling uh, coach job after letting uh, quarreling students box each other. Um, when he accepted the job to be the high school wrestling coach at Fairmont Private High School in Anaheim back in uh, September 2020, uh, according to sources close to Munez, two students got into an argument on the playground and then went to Munez, who we're told was not ma- made aware of the tiff, to ask if they could put on boxing gloves to settle things. And... Um, um, he allowed them to let the scrap happen. He says that they thought it was, uh, he thought it was kind of an impromptu boxing match that was more jovial than violent. However, one of the boys' parents was outraged about the uh, fight and uh, went to administration at it, which I don't have a problem with the fight. You know, if you got an issue, let them settle it. You got a former, you got the wrestling coach watching you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If anything gets out of hand, you know, I don't, I don't see an issue with this. Are there, and then you, and then the kids asked to settle it. Yeah. I don't, you know, um, the school had been previously thrilled to add Munez to its staff, saying in a statement following his hiring that he has a resume that reads like a who's who in sport. So he fought uh, in UFC from 20, 2009 to 2015. So I, 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 you know, but it seems like you can't do that now. Look, I, I've been watching Outlander, and I was talking to you. I like a lot of those, like, Viking shows. Yeah, Outlander. Mm-hmm. Is that like a, is that an old show? Uh I think it's on season like three or four now. It's on oh, Netflix, no. but it's this woman who is a nurse. It goes back in time and ends up in late 1700s in Scotland, I think. That's a remake 1800s. then, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? Was there an old Outlander? I think there was an old yeah. Outlander. Wasn't there like a TV show from back in the day? It sounds very familiar. Yeah. I think that's a remake. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a reboot. Maybe. It was a guy last time. Oh, maybe there was a movie. Maybe it was a movie. Let's mm. see. I see a 2008 film called Outlander. No, this was maybe the nineties. You know, oh, around no. Conan the Barbarian mm, and, and around that's that right, time. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. No, Outlander. No, mm. it was like one of those. And land out. Let's see, out. Outlander t- is a TV show. Yeah, the one I'm watching is on Netflix. Let's see, Outlander TV series. Original, no, that's 2014. Highlander is what I'm doing. Highlander. Oh. Okay, got it. Maybe got I'd it. like that too. I. But I wonder if they're connected. I like watch. Oh, maybe they are. Duncan uh, McLeod is immortal and must live in modern society concealing his true nature while fighting uh, other immortals. So it's kind of like a similar sci-fi but back in time type vibe, like a period film. And I like watching The Witcher and all those types of shows. And they can be pretty violent. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I think in Europe there was a lot of violence. But 
I don't know if this makes sense. Maybe it's illogical. We talked about this a little bit, Krista. There was still this idea of honor, like fighting with honor or don't fight against somebody who has who's turned their back mm-hmm. or, you know, trying not to kill civilians. If that did happen, then there was a retaliation because it just was not acceptable. Mm-hmm. And there was there's like a code of ethics to the violence. Right. Because I, I know I'm. We live in the real world. Is it practical to live in a world without violence? We know that most wars are have to do with violence and aggression. It's how people gain power. I get it. Violence and power in some ways are very related. But at least there was an ethical code or something. Yeah. Right now, the violence feels so senseless and like there is no moral code. Like someone There's turns no. around and you just shoot him in the back. And even when I was watching The Sopranos... Uh, was it The Sopranos? No, it wasn't The Sopranos. It was The Wire. And the gang members were pissed because, I guess, one gang member shot up another gang member while he was walking his grandma to church on Sunday. He was like, bruh, like, we have rules. You yeah. don't shoot by the church. You don't shoot on Sunday. There's oh, no, 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 no. Those those rules are gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel yeah. like there's... But there used to be there, rules, there, right? It feels no. like there's no code of ethics no. to yeah. violence No, 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 no. Yeah. It's just all senseless and where you can get in, you can fit in. Well, and people that are stupid. You worse. know, people are stupid yeah. nowadays. Right? Some guy went and asked. He said he some people are. There is a um, it's, it's it's like a it's like a I don't I don't know. But the ethics and codes and things of the past are not translating down into the younger generation. Some guy went and asked, when do when does the when does England celebrate the fourth of July? And what did somebody say? He said on the 4th of July. Who was he asking? Huh? Like, who Who was yeah. asking about just a guy. It was just a guy. The they were like, uh, yeah, but it was like, they, 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 why would they celebrate the 4th of July in England? Yeah, right. like, yeah. was he asking a teacher? He was asking just every, anybody. Random people on the street. Random people on the street. Oh. Younger I, people I also. I love those. And people were like, fourth. I want to do, I really want to do some of those. And that's why I think it would be great, like, you know how Don wanted to kind of incorporate Melrose, Larry Green. I think those would be some good questions because you, I've seen those um, on YouTube and they'll ask a lot of the young people like who's the president or who is this person they have absolutely no idea it's really fascinating uh, let, me, let me see if I can if I can get this and scary let's see if I can see but my legal hey, mind um, is always like Are watch the watch this? the uh, watch the delay real quick here we go when do they celebrate the 4th of July in England 4th of July same day as the US nah it's a different time zone do you know how long one decade is? Uh, 12 years. <laughs> yes. Do you know who the first president of the United States was? Uh, John Quincy Adams. And this guy's in his 30s. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is this from Fox? Is no. that that guy from Fox? No, no, oh. no, that's not the, I know you're talking about. Yeah, it, he but, does uh, that stuff too. No, 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 this is just, this guy's done this on TikTok before, but it just goes to show you that like, like things of the past are not carrying down even education i mean how do you not know george washington's first president of the united states why would the fourth why would england celebrate the fourth of july like if anything they would be you know it's not that's not a date they would celebrate that's very interesting you know and a decade is 12 years no how how much is a dozen eggs two you know you know uh what's a quarter 
How many pennies is a quarter? Yeah, right, right. Those questions about money, I've I've noticed money and time. I've noticed some of the Gen Zs have no clue, especially when you deal with, with uh, coins, <laughs> not necessarily dollar bills, but it's the coins. They can't figure out the change, and it's like, wow. Yeah, because they're so used to digital. They yeah. Can't, well, you know, the, what's happening is that they're relying too much on smart devices to give them the answer. And because they're relying too much on smart devices, they're not doing the critically thinking themselves. We come from a different generation where we had to figure things out, critically think, but now everything is on the phone. There's an app for that. There's an app that tells you that George Washington is the president, or you can Google it. You know what I'm saying? These are things I learned. you learned in school. Well, you know, one of the best examples I have is I remember Sarah's friend, I'll never forget this, asked me what time it is, and I was like a quarter to whatever, let's say a quarter to four. And she goes, but what does that mean? I said, in 15 minutes, it'll be 4 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, but why is it a quarter? And it, But she's like, I didn't learn time like that. Oh, I said, it's wow. okay. Yeah. I said, it's I mean, okay. I'm Don't worry. Lie. I'm not good at reading a clock. Yeah, You're not. I will admit to What do you that. mean you're not good at reading a clock? I've always had a digital clock. If I see mm. like the, the Oh, hands, without the numbers? Yeah, I'm like, <gasps> even if the numbers are on it, if I see anything with hands... It stresses me out. The really? same way I told you, the post office stresses me out. The car wash stresses me out. The car wash? Very stressful. How hard wow. is the car wash? You pull lots in of and rules. It's like go here, <laughs> stop here, pull up right there, and I just get really stressed out. Like driving through the car wash, there's so many different things you can War. hit. Everything's so close together. Yeah, oh my God. I understand that. That's and you got to put it in neutral. <laughs> oh my you just read the sign oh my god we're, we're doomed very stressful this is the next generation but yeah. that's okay you know because at the grove you you park your car you come back they they've washed it it's great so it's like a mobile type mm -hmm. of thing do you tell my thing? favorite thing look here's another one real quick who did the united states gain their independence from what country we're doomed Oh I'm gonna say a random country, Spain. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yes. Who fought in the Civil War? Civil War? Wasn't it. What's his name? Kennedy? Kennedy's. Yeah, Kennedy against who? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's guess. young. I, I, you know, I. How young is she? She's gotta be. 14, 15. I know. They're so, I, I, you know, I, I'll give her a pass, but the other girls had to be in her 20s. Who did Kennedy fight against? I'll give you a hand. Kennedy won. I forgot. She doesn't even know. All right, listen, uh, we'll get to your phone calls when we come forward. Stick around. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Courage is contagious. Courage is contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580.